I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the Futus of War. Resistance is futile. Iron oh, Man, that's kind of catchy. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. It's just a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, David. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is a reach call. You're listening to Sci-Fi. Hello, everybody. This is Mark Daniels from the Great Pacific Northwest, and you are listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. This is episode 763 for Sunday, March 8th, 2020. I'm back this week with another classic science fiction movie. Today's movie is The Land That Time Forgot, Starring Doug McClure, John McEnery, and Susan Penhaligon. Before I get into today's podcast, I want to thank Rico for giving me this opportunity to share with all of you another classic science fiction movie. I also want to thank everyone who took the time to listen to me today. I hope you enjoy it. With that said, I'm going to play the trailer to The Land That Time Forgot. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast. I'll be back after the trailer with some movie information, and then we'll get into today's movie. Must have been a little after three o'clock in the afternoon that it began. The afternoon of June 3rd, 1916. Fire one, fire two. This could have been the end. The end of just another tragic episode in War at Sea. But for the few survivors of a torpedoed merchant ship and the crew of a German U-boat lost in the frozen South Atlantic, it was the beginning of an incredible adventure. For this was the day the 20th century met the primeval world face to face. American International presents The Land That Time Forgot, an astounding motion picture based on the book by Edgar Rice Burroughs, creator of Tarzan and the most thrilling science fiction stories ever written. Travel through an underwater passage and discover an awesome prehistoric world. Fight for your life against the terrifying creatures of a lost continent. Come face to face with primitive man and learn the secret of evolution, the land that time forgot. Mr. Tyler! Starring Doug McClure. There's a secret to this island. Something that we haven't been able to fathom yet. And whether we stay or get away may depend on it. 
action, danger, and adventure on an epic scale. How much longer do we give them? We're not leaving without them! We're going to skip out! You will never forget Edgar Rice Burroughs' The Lamb That Time Forgot. The Land That Time Forgot is a 1975 British-American movie directed by Kevin Connor and produced by John Dark and Max Rosenberg. The screenplay was written by Michael Moorcock and James Cowthorne. The Land That Time Forgot was based on a 1918 novel by Edgar Rice Burroughs. It was released August 13, 1975 and has a running time of 91 minutes. And here's the cast, starting at the top. Doug McClure as Bowen Tyler. John McEnery as Captain Friedrich von Schoenwotz. Susan Penhaligon as Lisa Clayton. Keith Barron as John Bradley. Anthony Ainley as Lieutenant Dietz. Godfrey James as Borg. Bobby Parr as Ohm. Declan McHolland as Olsen, and Colin Farrell as Whitney. That's all I have for movie information. Now let's get into today's movie. I got on the internet, and I found a synopsis for today's movie, so I'm going to read that to you, and then I've got some audio clips for the movie. After a German U-boat sinks their ship, several survivors manage to take control of the U-boat. Bowen Tyler is the son of an American shipbuilder, and Captain Bradley is an experienced seaman. After several tussles with the German crew, they find themselves on a strange island. There they find a place where several stages of Earth's evolution coexist at the same time. As a result, several types of humans are found, as well as prehistoric dinosaurs. There are also active volcanoes which add up to, to a challenge to survive. So that's the synopsis of today's movie. So what I'm going to do is play some audio clips now. Okay, so the movie starts off with a canister with a written manuscript in it being thrown into the sea. That canister floats to England. A sailor finds it, opens it up, and reads the manuscript. After that, the, tor the story is told in flashback. So the first clip I'm going to play is of the German U-boat torpedoing the British merchant ship. SS Montrose, 20,000 tons. Range, 1,000 meter. Range, 1,000 meter. Depth, 9 meter. Depth, 9 meter. Bow tubes, 1 and 2. Hold. Hold. Fire one. Number one tube five. Fire two. Number two tube five. Add another 20,000 tons to our total. <laughs> Orders to surface, hey, Captain. No, deeds. Survivors may live to fight another day. They're in enough trouble already. Besides, these were civilians. 
Dawn Telescope. My next clip is of the survivors from the British merchant ship. And this is where we meet our main characters, Bowen Tyler, played by Doug McClure, and Lisa Clayton, played by Susan Penhalligan. And they're going to join forces with some other survivors. And what's going to happen is the German U-boat has uh, surfaced to charge their batteries. And at that time, they're going to board the German ship and take it over. So that's going to be my next clip. Good work, Bradley. Well, Commander, now that you have us, what do you propose to do with us? Are you all right? I'm fine, thank you. I'll tell you what we're going to do with you, Captain. Put you in the nearest British port. And you expect me to take you there? Captain von Schoenvorts. Schoenvorts. I'm afraid you have no choice. And how will you know if I am coursing for England or Germany? We're all seamen, Captain. We know how to read a compass. Oh, and von Schoenvorts. I don't suppose you've heard of uh, the Tylers of Santa Monica. Von Bowen Tyler. And my father was building these submarines before you even thought of them. Stop him, Jones! Hold it! Break it. Now, there's no chance of contacting our allied shipping! May I suggest, Mr. Tyler, that... I'll suggest... I suggest, Captain. Captain Von Schornvorts. You tell your men that we're in control. And if you don't, you'll find you and your crew where you found us in the water. Achtung, Von Schornvorts. This boat is now under command of our enemy, Mr. Tyler. You will obey his orders for the time being. So in the last clip, you heard um, Lieutenant Dietz destroy the radio so they can't contact anybody. Well, this same lieutenant is going to sabotage the compass and send them in the wrong direction for six days. Bradley, we've been going due west for six days now. In all this time, we haven't seen one single ship. And having crossed the Atlantic, we should have sat to the North American coast by now. The sure as hell is in North Atlantic weather, not this time of the year. Deep. Either the sun is rising in the south, or our compass has been tampered with. south for six days so lieutenant Dietz has tampered with the compass and now they've been going south for six days but this was all part of a master plan by captain schoenvolz my guess is right here for that south america exactly where i wanted to go schwartz take the helm did you think that as commander of this ship, I would not have a master key? Now, 
There's a German supply ship operating in this area. And we should rendezvous within the hour. And you, Commander, will be transferred to her and shot as a pirate. So before they meet with the uh, German supply ship, Captain Sean Volz has a conversation with Lisa Clayton about life and the evolution of things. I apologize for disturbing you, Miss Clayton. Might I collect some of my papers? Yes, of course. Thank you. Well, are you making yourself comfortable? Yes, thank you, Captain. Good. Did you know that Mr. Tyler was planning to take us to New England? I find his Yankee ingenuousness almost frightening. You know, I'm a biologist, Captain. I study the structure of living things, their motivations and their behavior. But I don't understand you. How can anyone who is so interested in life follow a profession which is devoted to destruction and killing? The study of nature, Miss Clayton, has taught me that life is founded upon killing and destruction. The sea swarms with living things that prey on one another to survive. But human beings need the ship you torpedoed contained nothing but innocent passengers, women and children. And a hold full of arms and ammunition that would be used to kill women and children in my country. Oh, yes. How else would it have exploded so quickly? Anyway, we will talk again, Miss Clayton. Goodbye. So at about this point, they meet their rendezvous with their supply ship and... While Captain Sean Volz is on top on the conning tower, signaling the supply ship, Mr. Tyler is taken back over the taken over the ship again and has launched two torpedoes at the supply ship and sinks it. So now they're, they're low on fuel, food and water. And not only that, they're lost. And that's when they come across this uncharted island called Caprona. What do you make of it? Did you ever hear of Caproni? An early Italian navigator. He followed Cook about 1721. People scoffed at his claims. But I remember reading in his book in which he describes a new continent in the South Seas, a rock-bound, inhospitable coast without beach or harbor, where he could make no landing. He saw no sign of life. Called it Caprona sailed away. I believe that we are looking at the coast of Caprona, uncharted and forgotten for 200 years. But we'll have to do what he couldn't do, find a place to land. If we don't, we'll die. Well, they don't find a place to land, but they do find an underground river that leads to the inside of the island. So they take the U-33 and they barely fit through this tunnel and they surface on the other side of the mountain range and they're in a tropical jungle filled with dinosaurs and cavemen. They're out of fuel, but there's an oil reserve there and what they're going to do is refine the oil so they can get out. So the whole time they're trying to refine the oil, they got to fight 
dinosaurs and fight off cavemen until one day when they're out scouting and they find which happens, which comes to find out is their secret of life. Look, look at the women in that pool. What are they doing? Do you remember those samples we took from the river? Yeah. And the spawn we looked at under the microscope? This must be how life begins on Caprona. That's the secret. Every creature must lay eggs in this way. They flow into the river and develop through every stage of evolution. Again and again, a time must come when they must go forward. Nothing on Caprona can ever go back. So, of course, the cavemen attack and capture Lisa. And then Bowen Tyler has to save her. And meanwhile, there's a, a volcano eruption. The island is blown up everywhere. And Mr. Uh, Lieutenant Dietz takes over the U-boat and tries to escape, leaving Mr. Tyler and uh, Lisa behind. But the the U-boat can't get through the passage anymore because the water is boiling and it sinks with everybody on it, killing everybody, leaving Mr. Tyler and Lisa stranded on the island. With the sinking of the submarine, all our hopes of getting away from Caprona have disappeared. We are alone. Spurned by even the highest, the Galu. So we have to go on in the way of Caprona till we find peace. I would rather live here with Lisa than to live elsewhere without her. And she says the same of me. If God wills it, we shall live our lives here. However, we are determined to move ever northward, ever forward toward the greater mysteries that lie ahead of this land that time forgot. And the movie ends with Mr. Tyler taking that canister and throwing it into the ocean. And that's the end of the movie. And now it's time for some movie trivia. Amicus Studios originally wanted to cast Doug McClure in the lead, but he refused. So they signed Stuart Whitman. Then Samuel Z. Arkoff of American International Pictures came on board, providing the bulk of the budget, too. Arkoff would only make the film if Doug McClure was cast. Doug McClure changed his mind, and they fired Stuart Whitman. Director Kevin Connor said Doug was a great asset. In fight scenes, he was especially good due to his hours of American TV action shows. He knew exactly where the camera was at all times and threw punches precisely where the effect would work for the screen. He was always cooperative and came up with many ideas. This movie began shooting in February of 1974 and it would last for 16 weeks. The U-boat and ships were models and the dinosaurs and other prehistoric animals were puppets, some handheld, some on strings, they did that because they couldn't afford stop-motion animation. The speaking part for von Schornvorts, the captain of the U-boat, was dubbed in post-production by German-born actor Anton Deffring. Amicus Studios would, would make two more Burroughs adaptations. The first one would be The People That Time Forgot, 
from 1977, which is a direct sequel to today's movie starring Patrick Wayne and Susan Douglas, and at the Earth's Core from 1976 with Doug McClure in a different role, Peter Cushing, and Carol Monroe. All three films were distributed in the United States by American International Pictures. And that's it for movie trivia. Now it's time for the Star Trek Connection. Everybody knows I'm a big Star Trek fan, and I try to find a Star Trek connection in every TV show or movie I watch. I'm afraid to say that I could not find a Star Trek connection in today's movie. So let's move right into my comments about today's movie. I watched the 2006 DVD release from MGM. It was part of its Midnight Movie series, and it's also a double feature. The second feature on this disc is The People That Time Forgot. The picture and sound quality on this DVD are pretty good. The only bonus feature is a theatrical trailer. That's it, nothing else. It's funny, when I was looking for a movie to do, and I found this movie, and I remember when this movie came out in the summer of 1975. I think I was like in the seventh grade. Anyway, The Land That Time Forgot is a fun movie. I love the story. Anything with a U-boat, I'm in. Um, I think the cast did a great job. The one thing I, I found out that was kind of weird was that Anton Deffering dubbed the voice for the um, John McEvery. And I know who Anton Defron is. And it's like, why don't you just get him instead of getting this guy and just using his voice? And because Anton Deffering, he, he always plays German officers in movies. So it's like, why not just get him? Well, anyway, uh, for the most part, the special effects were pretty decent, except for the pterodactyl. It looked so fake when it picked up Om um, and flew off with him. It, it just looked pretty fake. But the model works for the ship and the submarine, they were pretty good. Um, this is not by any means a great movie. But it is fun to watch. I would recommend this movie to all science fiction fans. You can pick it up on Amazon for like 10 bucks. I mean, you know, you get two movies for 10 bucks. That's not bad. On a scale from one to 10, I'll give The Land That Time Forgot a solid six. And those are my comments about The Land That Time Forgot. That's it for today's podcast. Before I wrap up this week's podcast... I want to thank Rico for giving me another opportunity to share with all of you another classic science fiction movie. I also want to thank everyone who took the time to listen to me today. I hope you enjoyed it. Rico will be back next week to talk about the movies Alita, Battle Angel, and Ghost in the Shell. I'll be back soon with another classic science fiction movie. Until then, everyone take care. This is M5. Signing off.
been listening to Treks in Sci-Fi. Join the forum at treksinsci-fi.com forward slash forum or write to Rico today. TrekSF at gmail.com Until next time, live long and prosper. Treks in Sci-Fi. Transmission.